Welcome everyone to the College Parent Podcast. My name is Katherine McCann. And my name is Avery Goodwin. And we want to thank you for joining us. On today's episode, we will be continuing our previous discussion on finding faith in college. And this time we'll be interviewing Tim Wildsmith, who is the Director of Faith Formation and Engagement at Belmont University. Um, We will also be discussing how parents can support their students through finding faith in college. Let's go ahead and dive in. Welcome, Tim, to the College Paired Podcast. Thanks. All right, just to kick us off, uh, we just want to hear, can you explain more in depth of the role of of campus ministries and how do they partner with parents to help students strengthen their faith in college? Yeah, so... um, Campus ministries at Belmont, we you know, it's called different things. People call it spiritual life, university ministries, campus ministries. But uh, the way I tell people about it is we essentially are college pastors, but instead of working at a college or at a, at a church, we work at a college. And so um, thinking about it in that sense, we're not the same as a church. And I think we're going to talk about that a little bit. But um, how do we provide... Um, care for students, uh, how do we walk alongside them? One of the things we say at UM, University Ministries at Belmont, is we want to support students as they explore, deepen, and live out their faith. So like that process of coming to college, being away from home for a lot of students for the first time, they're going to be exploring. They're going to be, Belmont is a place where it's an ecumenical Christian college, so it's non-denominational. It's a lot of different people coming from different backgrounds, and so you may come from a Baptist background or a Catholic background or a Presbyterian background or a non-denominational background, and you're going to suddenly be in a world with lots of people who have a different faith tradition than you. So there is a lot of exploration that's going on naturally. Um, Even anybody who's like, you know, 18 years old leaving home for the first time, there's just a lot of that going on. So we think about it in terms of how do we support students do that through our own um, chapel programming, through mission trips and service projects, even inside Nashville, but outside of Nashville. Um, the second piece of that was to deepen. So how do they grow deeper in their faith and have opportunities to do that? And then living that out, part of that is that service piece of things. So um, we think a lot about in terms of those three things, how do we just like walk alongside students? How do we support them knowing that everybody's kind of on a unique journey? But um, that's what our staff does for us. And I know it's it's pretty similar in a lot of campus ministry settings at different colleges and universities as well. It's um, creating those opportunities for students to develop their faith um, in, in new and fresh ways while they're in college. Awesome. Thank you. Um, so when you look at your campus ministries department, what would you explain the difference between what a campus, campus ministries, UM, things like that would look like, um, and the difference between the things that they provide and also what an off-campus church population provides? Yeah, we, we get parents ask a lot about do we have a church at Belmont, right? And we're like, we're always like, well, no, there are a zillion churches in Nashville. You can't drive down the street without seeing like 15 of them. But um, we are different than a church. I would say one of the biggest things that I think about in, like, difference between what we do and what church do is, like, that churches are going to have multiple generations of people. Like, you know, if you want to have that little church lady who's going to make you cookies and invite you over for dinner and, you know, that sort of stuff, you're, you're not going to get that as much in a college setting because you're going to have professional staff, um, professors and faculty who like help out as advisors and things like that but you're not going to get like the family element that I think you can get at a local church um, which is really really important and though many of us on staff 
are trained ministers who have theology degrees, ordained, things like that. Um, so we do have a pastoral care presence to what we do. Um, it, maybe it's not the same as what you'd get from your pastor at a local church. And so the, the depth of community. At the same time, we offer probably more like college-age specific programming than many local. Some churches have a college pastor. Some churches have a college ministry that's really up and, or, you know, like has a lot going on with it that's geared towards people this age group. Um, they probably don't do as much as that as we do because that's all we do. We really focus on meeting students at this age of life, the things that they're going through, the things that they're thinking about. Um, so a lot of our programming and, and efforts are focused very specifically on this age of life. But I do think that we always encourage students to find a local church to get plugged in. Um, we don't do things on Sunday mornings or Saturday nights on campus, so students can. Our, our, our office doesn't. Um, there's a zillion things going on on college campuses all the time. But as far as church-related stuff goes, encouraging them to get involved in a local church because um, that's just a great way to get rooted in this place in a new city that you're in for most students. Um, but, uh, yeah, so there's, it, it does overlap. But it's, there are some distinct differences, too. What would you recommend if a parent really desires their child to be involved in church in some way, but their university either, A, doesn't really have a campus ministries department, or B, their child is not interested in pursuing faith at the moment, or C, their student is really struggling with finding a faith community in general? That's a great question. I, I think that, you know, studies show that, I mean, depending on what you look at, a lot of different organizations have done studies of college students, but like students who as teenagers who regularly attended church and like regular church attendance, I now think is defined as like two to three times a month. Like when I was growing up, like church was open on Sundays and Wednesdays and my parents made sure I was there every single time. So like going to church was like eight to 10 times a month. Now they say regular attendance, two to three times a month, that 60 to 70% of college students, depending on what you look at, will drop off from that to go even less when they go off to college. And I think a big part of that is you just think about the newness of college. Many students are moving to a new area, totally different foreign idea. I think about like my family moved a little bit when I was a kid we bounced around and it would take us many months to find a new church home just, and they were, my parents were looking every week for a new spot. So I think it's, I would say parents should expect there to be a little bit of a drop off for their student, like getting involved in a local church. They should expect that to take some time. When I came to Belmont, I won't even say how long ago it was. I remember it took me until January or February of my freshman year because I was literally bouncing around to all the different churches in town. Like somebody would be like, hey, we're going to go here this weekend, and you'd hop in the car and go to church. And so it took time to kind of plug in. Um, if their student is struggling or not, in, I, again, I would say if they're not interested, that's normal. Like don't freak out if you're a mom and dad going, oh, no, they're not going to church anymore. That's totally normal. All of those studies show that even though there is a drop-off, a lot of them will tick back up and start making it a more a permanent part of their life. And actually the the best predictor of whether or not a young person makes church like a, pr a a priority in their life is not whether they go to a Christian school or whether or not they find a great church in town. It's the best predictor is what the parents actually do. So if the parents are consistent, if that's what they're kind of rooted from, that's what will happen. Um, but if you want to help as a parent, I think one of the things you can do is so drive around when you drop them off at college and see what churches are in the area. Visit those churches' websites. Find out if you think it's a place that your student might be interested in. Do they have 
their own college ministry at the church? Do they have a college pastor or a young adult pastor? Because it's, I've, I mean, I used to be that. I did that at another church before I worked at Belmont. And I loved it when somebody would email me and be like, hey, my student's new in town. We think your church would be a good fit for them. And I would reach out to that student and be like, hey, can we make sure you get a ride to church? Can we connect with you? We, we know, And we do that all the time here at Belmont where a parent or a student will say, hey, a Catholic student going, I'm looking for a really great Catholic mass to go to. And we're like, hey, we can connect you with our friends at University Catholic, which is like the Catholic diocese in town. It's their college ministry for students. Or somebody says, hey, we grew up in a Presbyterian church. We're like, well, you need to meet the people at RUF because they have a ministry on town, but then they can also plug you into all these different Presbyterian churches in town. Um, most churches, even, I'm sorry, most universities, even if they don't have a campus ministries department like Belmont has university ministries, they will have a lot of different, and we have this too, a lot of we call them faith development organizations, but it's all these basically parachurch organizations. Some you've heard of, like I mentioned, RUF or Fellowship of Christian Athletes, InterVarsity, Young Life. We have all of that on Belmont's campus, and those are other great ways because those are like a lot of them have college ministers like us who work for their organization. They partner with us, but they also partner with local churches. Many of them are denominationally affiliated, so they're like the guy here. There's a guy at Belmont named Cole who is the BCM director. BCM stands for Baptist Collegiate Ministries. Cole, if he has a student who hangs out at their BCM lunch on Tuesdays and they're like, I want to find a church, he literally has all of these Baptist churches in town that he knows really well so he can make those connections. So you just kind of got to do a little research and and make some connections. Sometimes you have to make connections for your student. I also, you know, if when I was 18, I didn't want my mom calling people from Nebraska, calling people in Nashville from Nebraska and be like, hey, you know, but <laughs> you can definitely <laughs> try to find it. Awesome. I'm going to ask sort of like a different question that's sort of like leading off of that. But so in your experience, if a student is struggling and maybe they decide that faith is just not something they want to pursue in the moment, what would you encourage parents to do with that information? That's a great question too. Um, I would say um, as hard as it may seem, don't press too hard. Sometimes when you're, you're, a young person in your life is like resisting that. We talk about um, this phrase that's been going around the last few years called deconstruction, right? Um, a lot of students come to college, they're in a new phase of life, like we said earlier, and, and they just, they, they're questioning everything. They're reconsidering everything. And I think if there's a lot of heavy-handed pressure, at least, from home to like be a certain way, that they're going to probably push back even further. So, what can you do as a, as a parent when your student's going through that? I think you can try to be encouraging and supportive. You can pray for them, of course. You can um, want the best for them and want them to get in, involved in a church to, to really take their faith seriously, but recognize, kind of like I said earlier, we're on that um, supporting them as they explore, right? You Sometimes you have to explore before you can do the deepened phase. You have to kind of figure out what you think. I know for me, like I said, grew up going to church all the time. It was kind of ha- handed to me on a platter. I'm thankful for that history, but when I was a student at Belmont, I kind of had to figure out what my faith was going to be for me. And I think most parents would probably agree with this. They don't want their students to have faith just because they did. They want them to own it. They want it to become part of their own. And often a part of that process is walking away. I mean, like, how, like I have this with my wife. How many like people do you know who like they dated for a while and then they broke up for a bit before they got back together? And it's like you almost have to have that kind of separation sometimes. I think it works like that with faith too. But, and I know, like I said, I know it's hard for parents who like really want their student to like have a deep faith um, to give them a little space from it. 
sometimes I think giving that space is really, really helpful. Yeah, I would just say when I was when I was a student here at Belmont, I definitely did that exploring. And I think just kind of speaking from my parents, how they supported me through that, man, I needed I needed that support to just kind of have the freedom to take ownership of my own faith and to just explore everything that I needed to do when I was an undergrad here. And I'm so grateful for it because I think that having that freedom to explore like deepened my faith and I just am so grateful for that experience that I had and the support that my parents gave me through that as well but the last question that we have for you and feel free to elaborate on anything that we've talked about so far as just um, how might um, parents support their child um, as they experience all the change and transition that college brings it's just a, a crazy crazy time so how can how would you recommend parents to support their students yeah, I mean, we, we see that all the time. Like, in our office, like, I love university ministries at Belmont. I love being a college minister here be, primarily because I get to just meet so many new students and hang out with students in this phase of life. Um, we're recording this a few weeks after the beginning of the semester, and it's right about now that, like, they're starting to trickle in, like, unannounced and sit down and kind of, like, have that deep sigh. I know you guys are probably experiencing this as RDs too, like residents, even your RAs. Like they're like, okay, it's all settling in now. Like the newness is wearing off. And it's like life can be stressful. Life can be – and the, the newness of it in particular is just really hard to navigate. I remember getting to this point in my freshman year, probably every year that I was here at Belmont, and it was like, oh, now I just have to go to school and actually do this and do all the work. And then you're navigating the complexity of relationships, the complexity of sometimes you have a part-time job and just like figuring you're adulting for the first time in a lot of ways. Um, and I think, like I said, kind of with the same thing about like exploring faith, but also exploring the newness of life and all of this is um, if there's just consistency at home, you know, if there is, I was talking to a student the other day and it was like, I'm really going through this. I'm going, and I said, what, what are your parents saying? And he was like, he's like, man, my mom's awesome. My mom just says, you've got this. And I was like, that's what he needs in the moment. He's like kind of floundering. He's like towards the end of college wondering what's going to happen next in his life and what he's going to do. But when he talks about home, he talks about that's my support system. I know they've got me. And so I think to the parents listening to this, it's like sometimes it's really easy to like nitpick your students and say, you got to do this. You got to do this. Are you thinking about this? Are you thinking about this? Um, and maybe they need help. Like maybe your kid needs a little bit of an extra, you know, kick in the pants to like get things done, but also make sure that they know that they're loved and they're supported and in the newness of everything they're experiencing and figuring out life, that there is some sort of solid foundation behind them. I think if you know, like I've got this support system at home where I'm, I'm never going to fall through the cracks because these people have me. I'm like, I'm almost 40 years old and I still feel like that. Like I know my, my folks, like my wife's family, like if anything were to happen, I've, we've got them at our back. And so that makes me feel good to kind of like take risks and try things and figure things out. So, um, I can only imagine, I remember like my mom, like she was like the crier who like dropped me off at college and like her baby, I was the youngest, like it was tough. I imagine there are people listening to this who are like, it's really hard to not have their kids at home, but like to trust that God's doing something cool in their kids' lives and that like, it's going to be okay. It's all going to turn out for good. Um, and to just be, be the loving and supportive parent in the background who enjoys watching their student kind of flourish, you know? Thank you so much for all of that. As Tim has hinted at throughout this entire episode, no one student's faith journey is going to look the same as another's. 
It's important for parents to support their students' choices and decisions while also providing them with resources to help them decide their own path to finding their faith. As we wrap up this episode, we want to thank you, Tim, for taking the time to be a guest on our show. If you want to learn more, check out our other The College Parent Podcast episodes on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Have a great day and we'll see you next time.